0: Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We're still in season two and that is all about personal growth. And what does personal growth though have to do with a healthy home? Well, I believe that there are areas of our life that contribute to overall wellness and that exercise and eating healthy alone won't fix all these areas. And because we live in our homes and we spend so much time in our homes, it's important that we understand how our home environment can support all these areas of our life. Because I do think that our homes can be so much more than just shelter from the cold. (laughs) Our homes are an expression of ourselves and our family values. It's a place where we get to relax, put up our feet, and just be ourselves. It's a place where we can invite others in and build relationships and share pieces of ourselves with others. So wouldn't you want that place to be healthy too? Wouldn't you want to know that we can use that space around us to promote well-being? Well, that's what I'm talking about in this podcast. And so if this is your first episode, I hope you'll check out the other ones that I've other episodes that I've made because there really are so many ways we can improve the health of our home so that it can support family well-being. So thank you so much for listening. Today we are still talking about personal growth, which is one of the major categories that I believe contribute to overall wellness, health and relationships being the others. In this series, we're going to touch on six different areas, and we've already touched on creativity and spirituality. So today we'll discuss self-expression, steps we can take to encourage self-expression for ourselves and for our family members, and then we'll see how our home environment can support that area of our lives. So this is going to be a great one. Let's grow. Is your home environment helping you or hurting you? We've been taught that our health is determined by the food that we eat or how much we exercise. But what if there's more to it than that? I'm here to tell you that your home environment matters. We spend most of our time at home and we're raising our families here. So isn't it important to know if we're creating an environment that is supportive to our health and well-being? Here on Blooming A Healthy Home by Design, we're gonna uncover the many ways your home can support you building a healthier lifestyle for your family. We'll uncover simple ideas that will get you to think about your home differently you'll discover how to get rid of toxins that could be lurking in your walls and cupboards, to new ideas in color psychology, furniture placement, anything and everything that can help influence positive mood and behavior so you and your family can lead healthier, fuller lives at home. I'm Sheila Alston, founder of Healthy Home Media and editor of the Wellness Real Estate Magazine and Healthy Home Magazine. I'm on a mission to bring health and home together. I'm searching far and wide to bring guests who will guide you with simple and actionable steps that you can take to help you and your family bloom and grow. So thanks so much for being here. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time. Hey there, welcome to Blooming, a healthy home by design. Today we're talking about self-expression, and I believe that self-expression is all about our deep desire to feel heard. We are all unique individuals and have unique abilities and talents to share with the world. And we are a little, you know, when we're little kids, we know this. We say things like, look at me, look what I did. And depending on the responses we've heard throughout our lives, that desire could have been developed or secretly tucked away deep inside us. If we've all heard, you know, don't do this, don't do that, you can't think like that, that's not gonna work, that's a crazy idea. Um, As kids, we begin to learn that our our ideas won't work and we just need to follow the rules of society and not share with others our ideas. Um, Or worse, we tell ourselves that we don't have good ideas. And even if that's you and you think that you're not unique, You know, I'm here to tell you that you are, your, your very deepest desires are within you. And if you take a moment to listen to your heart, it's going to lead you to find out what you are naturally amazing at doing and how you can share that ability to help others. So that's why I bring this up because self-expression is an area of our lives. That's really important. If we go through our lives feeling like we just aren't, you know, we're just getting through the days and no one listens or appreciates us. Life can be really flat and uninspiring. Um, you know, we can start to tell ourselves that what we have to say isn't important and that that's no bueno. So <laughs> Think about how amazing your kids are, and there's so many teens that, who have loving parents, but yet they're insecure, or they just don't know what they believe in, or what they're good at, and it's important for us as parents to encourage creative thinking, and even if kids have crazy ideas, to compliment them on their creativity, so they just don't stop imagining. I did an episode a couple weeks ago on creativity, so be sure to check that out if you're interested, but... This isn't new information here. There's so many inspiring songs and life quotes that tell us to express ourselves, to be ourselves, to find out what you believe in and stand up for those beliefs. So I wonder why so many of us feel that we can't express ourselves. I think it's because speaking our truth really is only a part of the equation. Because if you're speaking your truth and no one listens or cares, it can be very discouraging. Really, what we want as humans is for us to be heard. And so you know how can we get people to hear us that's the really tricky part right <laughs> and i'm i'm definitely not the expert in this area because you can ask my kids and my husband because i'm really still working on this but for so many years i would get people to hear me just by talking louder and It's really taken me a long time to realize that yelling or just saying the same thing louder doesn't really work. In fact, it makes people run the other direction and they don't want any part in what you have to say. And they probably won't, um, they're probably going to dig into their position or yell back or say, you're right, just to shut you up. And then they'll retreat having heard nothing that you've said. So, how do we get people to hear us? it's a bit of reverse psychology but I've spent a lot of time re- you know researching this because I really need help in this area and what everyone says is that um, we need to start hearing other people if we want people to hear us we need to be good listeners ourselves we need to start being interested in other points of view and encouraging others to speak their truth and really listen instead of thinking of what we're going to say next um, there's a statistic I heard and I don't remember what the percentage is but most people aren't really listening they hear the first few words of what someone's saying and then their mind goes right to thinking about what their response or what the story is that they have to say next and believe me i'm still kind of a work in progress in this area the the word um listen is actually one of my words for the year i went to this great goal setting session and retreat that we had a couple weeks ago and we were figuring out our goals for the year and defining um, What we wanted to achieve. And we had to set, you know, three or four words that really resonated with us that were going to be our words for the year. And listen was my number one because listening is going to lead you to more connections and deeper relationships. It opens up opportunities for growth because when you listen, you might hear something that, you know, someone has a problem. And then maybe that's, going to lead you to being able to help them with a solution. And so for some reason, I'm much better when I'm with my friends. (laughs) So much harder for me when I'm with my family for some reason. Which is crazy because those are the people that I love the most. Um, But I find that for me, I get into the bad habit of reacting to situations. And then I, especially when there are situations that I don't agree with, and then I say what I think immediately. And then I get frustrated when my family doesn't understand what I'm trying to say. So instead of asking them questions, I resort to talking louder, um, and it's a big mess. So believe me, this is definitely an area of um, my life that I'm working on for sure. And I just last week did an episode on. spirituality and trying to find your purpose. And we had um, a guest who was awesome, Kelsey, and she's a, hypnot- a hypnotist. and <laughs> She talks about your subconscious mind. And so if you haven't heard that episode, it's such a good one. You should listen to it. But she said that 95% of our actions are driven from our subconscious mind and a lot of our habits are stored there and so it's easy to understand how you can get into autopilot and how sometimes it's really difficult to get out of these cyclical kind of situations you have with certain people or um you know you may know what the right thing to do is but every time that something happens you just fall back into the same routine and have the same fights or have the same arguments or or whatever's going on so um, I get it now, right? But it's just it's a it's a hard thing to do to get out of those habits, and so, anyways, here are some steps that we can take to encourage self expression for ourselves and our kids. Um, Number one, I would say, is by being open to hearing new ideas and listening to others without judgment. Number two is offering collaborative learning environments where people are encouraged to be creative and there's no judgment, just kind of a brain dump of ideas that will lead to solutions that everyone's happy with. Um, Number three is getting quiet within yourself to really clear your mind and then start asking yourself really you know, deep questions. What do you really want? What is your purpose here on this planet? What are you really good at? And what can you share with others? Um, That's pretty deep, but like that's, those are good questions to ask yourself because once you find the answers to those, you'll be inspired every day, just thinking about how you can, you know, develop your talents and share those with others. It's, it's pretty great. So um, number four is encourage your kids to do the same thing by asking them those same questions. Because I mean, I feel like everyone wants their kids to be self-confident and believe in themselves and to grow up being successful adults who love learning and love sharing their talents with others. I mean, that's just kind of a dream, right? We all want that for our kids. So just start when they're young by asking them these kinds of questions. Um, Number five, being appreciative of others. If you want appreciation, well... You need to show appreciation to others. Um, number six is the same. Be grateful because when you have a thankful heart, immediately that improves your mood and your positivity and you feel so much more compassion for others. Um, number seven is writing in a journal. Practice every day using your words to express how you feel and what you're grateful for. Because what you're, if you start writing down what your desires are and what your actions are that you're going to take to reach those goals, you are more likely to actually have that manifest in your life. Number eight is encourage dance, art, music, writing, or any other form of creative expression um, that your child is interested in. And that goes for you too. If you are interested in doing those things, take a class, um, start writing, just go get an instrument and learn to play. I mean, all of those things are possible. You just need to go out and try. (laughs) Um, allow your kids, number eight, nine, nine is allow your kids to dress however they like. Um, Given that it's age appropriate, of course, and occasion appropriate. But I, you know, I, when my kids were little, I wanted them to dress a certain way. And it was really hard for me to, I mean, eventually when they got older, I didn't care, but it was funny when they were little, I just liked to dress them. (laughs) But um, as they get older, you realize you can't really do that. So um, but allowing your kids to dress however they like, and sometimes even if they're dressing funky and it doesn't look right, like just refrain from giving comments because they might not say anything. But that, if it's repeated over and over again, that hits at their self confidence, and then they just can't trust themselves anymore to even get dressed. You know, so we don't want to do that. Um, number ten is have your kids come up with games or to play or go to, you know, walk in nature or allow them to take photos or have um, the kids make a documentary of themselves and their friends and they can learn to edit it and play their own movie for the family. Um, That's kind of fun. So those are just a little, a few ideas. Um, And when you start taking tiny little baby steps towards finding self-expression, I promise you, you will start an incredible journey of self-discovery and the whole world will open up to you um, and for you. There's a great article in Psychology Today, and I'm going to put the links in the show notes just so you can read the article. It's a really good one. Um, It talked about how kids from different grades participated in a school project called The Children's World. They all brought art and stories from their own lives and weaved them into one large story. And it was a very creative project where kids from all different ages and different grades worked together to weave in all their individual stories into one big story. And here's what they said. We did a follow-up study looking for possible connections that might show the impact of the projects on children's emotional, social, and academic development. And we found a positive impact from the few years that we did a Children's World projects. The direct correlation to the number of children who were accepted into top universities measured more than in the years before or after. That's pretty cool um, that just by getting to be ourselves and getting to listen to others and collaborating and speaking our truth, Um, And having a creative outlet actually improves emotional, social, and academic development. So I'd encourage you to read the full article. It's really a good one. There's another good one in positive psychology that goes really deep into self-expression and its importance. It explains how self-expression is a vital piece of the puzzle that leads to fulfillment in life. It also allows us to be our best selves, reach our full potential, and make valuable contributions to the world we live in. This article has a bunch of other ideas on how to encourage self-expression within your family. So it's really a great one. I would highly recommend you read. So I, again, will put those links in the show notes um, on my website, which is Lux Living SoCal. Dot com. Um, and I think it's slash blog. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll, I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. But if you, there's a tab that um, links you to the show notes. If you just go to LexLivingSoCal.com. Okay. So now we're in the part where we're going to talk about our home and how that can become a place that encourages self-expression. When decorating your home, you can design a space that is in a way is uniquely you. And here are some tips for you to get started. Number one, display favorite photos of your family in your home. Uh, Number two, display art and objects that spark joy or have sentimental value. Um, When you go home and you look around and you see your family and things that make you smile. That is important because, um, I have moved around a lot recently and, you know, I've always decluttering and depersonalizing my house. And so it's been many years since I've had a lot of kids pictures around. I mean, I have like framed pictures, but I wanted to have, I've always wanted to have a gallery wall with, um, you know, pictures from them growing up. And I just haven't had that because we're always going to then sell our house. And I don't want to have it so personalized that people can't envision themselves there. So, (laughs) so it's unfortunate we're building a house now and my next house for sure. I'm doing a gallery wall because that will just make me happy. Um, Number three, use color psychology to promote specific moods and energy in different rooms throughout your home. And I did a couple of episodes, I believe they're episode five and seven, so go check those out if you haven't already, um, because color can make a huge difference in how you feel in your home. Um, Number four, start looking on Pinterest and create a board of your favorite room scenes. Categorize them by room and fill up the boards with at least 10 to 20 images. And when you have lots of images to look at, you're going to start to see a pattern emerge, Um, And that's the style that you're drawn to. So this should give you lots of inspiration because you'll start to notice what your style is. Model that style by adding similar pieces. Um, Start with accent pieces in your home like pillows, throws, small accent decor. That's a great inexpensive way to change the whole energy and style of your space. And it's a great way to add um, colors to enhance your mood also. Number five, don't go into one store and buy matching sets of furnishings and accessories everywhere or your home's going to look like that showroom Um, and it won't, it'll be lacking your unique style. So do shop at several, and I said this number six, do stop at several, several um, stores and piece your favorites together. And if this seems difficult for you. Then there's some pretty cool apps that are now available where you can design your space visually, and I'm going to put the links also in my show notes because um, Elle Decor did a pretty cool article that has 10 amazing apps to help you decorate. And number seven, um, allow your children to decorate their rooms with their own art. Have them select the colors for their walls and their bedding. You can always give them just choices so that they don't, you know, they can they can't pick from all the colors in the world, but if you gave them three or four choices and three or four choices of bedding, they're going to feel like they've designed their room and it's their space and they can, you know, be creative in it. And if you allow them maybe one wall or the back of their door or something is where they can put up their art. And, and when the doors closed, they can see it all the time. That's just going to make them feel really happy. So when you start to personalize your space with colors and accent pieces, you're going to feel so much more at home in your space because it's reflective of you and your self-expression. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I do hope that this helps inspire you to start searching for ways that you can be more yourself at home and create a place where your kids can express themselves too. This will give them so much confidence and is a sure way for them being successful and happy adults. So um, have a great week and thank you so much again for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found something that will help you and your family bloom and grow. I'm on a mission to bring health and home together, and I invite you to join me. If you enjoyed today's episode, you might also enjoy reading the digital magazines that I publish every single month. They are called the Wellness Real Estate Magazine, which is Wellness RE and Healthy Home Magazine and they feature wellness lifestyle communities that are being designed and built all over the country. Plus, I have healthy home professionals that share their insights on how you can create a healthier home environment. Building biology experts, biophilic designers, wellness architects, color psychology specialists, and even eco designers all together in one place. I guarantee it's not like any other magazine you've read before. You can check it out at www healthyhome-mag.com. You can purchase single issues, and I have tons of articles from over the past two years that you can share. Remember, sharing is caring. And please follow me on Instagram at healthyhomemag. Reach out and let me know how you like the show or what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. I'm open to learning more about what matters to you. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time.